Passionate Teachers, a podcast for teachers of English. Hello, girls. Nice to talk to you again. Let's begin our podcast number 11. Today, we're going to give some tips for all the teachers that listen to us. Hello, girls. How's it going? Today, we are going to talk about tips and new ideas for the passionate teachers that are listening to us. Hello, girls. What's up? I'm not going to say how's it going because you've already said, right? So this episode will be amazing because we're going to give tips for teachers. So I'm super, super, super excited to, to start this podcast. What about you, girls? I'm happy we decided to talk about tips for teachers. After all, we live on sharing information and news and also tips and suggestions for our friends. Right, Josie? So, girls, my first tip is about organizing these classes. So, when you have a prospect uh, searching for your services, I recommend to have a, um, a spreadsheet with the dates of the classes. What do I mean with that? Because some students usually say, teacher, uh, I'm, I'm paying for, for vacation month in January because I, I'm not studying on these days. Okay, but what you caused me was a package of classes and then you will have classes on these dates. So I always show them uh, the, the, the start, right? The date that we are going to start and then that we're going to finish the, the contract. So, and then on these dates, I also removed uh, holidays, uh, the days before holidays. So like the holiday, um, a long holiday. I also removed classes on these days and also I removed some birthdays. So for example, my birthday, I removed. So I don't work this year. I didn't work, <laughs> right? So it was my day off and then it didn't count on my students package. So they, who is studying on Monday, uh, to uh, May 24th, uh, didn't study, right? So I removed this day and also some dates too. My mother's birthday, my brother's birthday. And but I decided to do that in the beginning of the year. Actually, actually uh, in the end of the last year, I've already decided to, to have this these dates out on my calendar and then I'm not gonna work, but um and then I, I still have uh, more dates to, to teach. So I I write these, these dates very clearly on my spreadsheet and then I present to students, okay, you're going to study on these dates. So it will be 20, 25 classes, depends on the month that the students search, uh, the searches for my services, because I don't close contracts on January, uh, in January, in just in, in July for uh, starts the semesters. I always have students starting their courses um, in February, March, April, May, June. Uh, September, October, and in this case, I, I have two two sisters that the, they started this month. So, for example, so I show them uh, how many classes we, we would have uh, from uh, from uh, September until December. This is the contracts that I have with them. All the students I have contracts with uh, until December, and then on, when December arrives, I talk to them to renew their contracts. So um, it's very clear because um, the students knows knows what they are paying, and then for uh, in which days they are staying too. And then they can plan 
their, themselves for, I don't know, for a vacation work, I don't know, so some commitments that they will have, uh, personal things, and, uh, and then for me as well, because I know the dates that I will teach, right? Um, and also I can plan a vacation too, so, and then I can offer packages of hours uh, for these students. So my suggestion is, so the first moment, have a spreadsheet with the dates and then show the prospect uh, in our online meeting. Right. Uh, another advice. So complementing this this tip too. Uh, try not to give price on the WhatsApp group, on, on WhatsApp messages or DM from Instagram. Try to uh, bring the student for online meeting at least 20 or 30 minutes to show your your work and then um, to talk a little bit uh, with these students. Know what uh, their goals about. To talk to the student. Um, to to meet him or her. Right. Uh, about their their needs. So and then you can you can know uh, about the levels too, and then you can talk to you can um, you can take a level test with them. You can talk to to see how how their English level is, and also you can you you can present this spreadsheet with the dates, and also another tab with the prices according to the the dates of the spreadsheet. Because uh, on Mondays and Tuesdays, we'll uh, this this year we have less less classes because of the holidays because we have holidays but on Wednesdays we have more Wednesdays uh, than the Tuesdays because Tuesdays we we had uh, some holidays right in this semester we have three or four and on Wednesdays we did we don't have holidays in the semester for example second semester of 2021 so and then th this is good because if the student wants to study once a week so you have the prices uh separately that's what i have and then i recommend to my mentees to uh on the mentoring sessions um to do that right because it's clear uh when when the student wants to close the contract and then uh they know what they will pay right so and then I, my, my, my recommendation is this okay so what about you girls Hey Josie, your tips are really amazing, you really rock, you give so good advices and suggestions for teachers, and today I'm here to talk about some websites that could make part of a teaching toolkit. I use them a lot, almost every day, and my students really like them, okay? I will talk about some ones according to some skills, like listening, writing, speaking, and reading, and then other ones that you also can use to dynamize your classes. First one, guys, is about listening. The one is Elo with Triple Well. Elo is a site uh, created by Todd. Todd is an American teacher and it has tons of listenings real listenings people are talking from different parts of the world and they are so good but the site is not very well organized by topics so you have to choose one listen that you like to work with your students but you can download it and put this listening this audio where you want on your google slides presentation or powerpoint you decide the other one is about writing i like the one called write and improve it is from cambridge it's so good for the students to practice writing because uh, the students can be corrected immediately after they write a paragraph about some topic 
Also, there is also from Cambridge, there is one called Speak and Improve. This is so good and interactive because the student can record his or her voice. The site analyzes the student pronunciation, intonation, accent, and gives a score. So it's really nice. About reading, I like the one called News in Levels. Okay, as the name says, the readings, the news are divided by levels. The student can read the text and also listen to it. It's very good to practice reading and uh, there are good and interesting curious news. Uh, the other one will be about grammar, guys. To practice grammar, to test grammar with my students, I like using Test English. Test hyphen English is a very nice site, especially for beginners and elementary and pre-intermediate. There are many grammar topics that the students can practice, answering some exercises, and when the students finish it, they can see the scores, the correct ones, the incorrect ones that they answered. About games, I will talk about two sites that I really like. They are Wordwall, I guess many teachers already know that, and also Games to Learn English. Games to Learn English, it is good to practice vocabulary. There are many games related to this topic. Uh, about Moody skills, we can use all things grammar and all things topics. They are really, really, really good. I have no idea how I use these two sites because there are videos, there are PDFs for conversation, dynamics, board games, so everything ready there. It's just click and download. It's really nice for us. And the last one is Breaking News English. I guess you should have listened about it before, but it's really good. Breaking News English has different kinds of exercises and the news are divided by levels too, from level zero until level seven, I guess. And there are different kinds of exercises too. So guys, these are my contributions. I hope the teachers use these sites a lot and also the students can enjoy the classes. So you can have better classes, dynamic, interactive classes using that sites, okay? These sites are posted on our description, so you can get the names there and try using. You won't regret, guys. So these are my indications for today. I hope you like it. Well, guys, I agree with you, Josie. I agree with you, Kami. And I also would like to add a tiny bit of thing, but it is enormous indeed. Uh, planning the class, planning your lesson, thinking about what is going to happen during the lesson, how the students are going to react, providing your students with memorable learning so that they understand and they enjoy more the experience offer them support 
that all comes before the class. So all the tips are good, all the tips are fantastic, but a teacher needs planning. Even if he's not going to use what is in the plan, if he's going to use plan B, he needs planning. He needs to spend one hour, two hours, three hours planning. He needs to have ideas the day before. He needs to be uh, super connected to the situations that are happening in the moment in all the countries in the world. He needs to know a little bit about everything, right? Uh, analyze what you're going to give to your students. Think if it is fun for them learning that way or talking about that subject. Study your students, uh, get their profiles, see what they like to do extra class or out, outside of their own activities, their professions. What are their hobbies? Talk about that with them so you have enough material to plan your classes. Of course, no class plan is a good plan if you don't have grammar support. So uh, think about what is the spot of grammar that you're going to give. And if you have another student that is very involved in something different from that one class, give them a chance to. Give the student a chance to talk as well. So explore all the possibilities. Don't forget what is your goal, what you're aiming at with that group of students or that one-to-one -one solo student. Reflect what can be the best class for this person. Every class is different. It doesn't matter how many years you have taught the same class. You will find it a lot uh, more profitable for both you and the students if you take profit of it. If you change your way of teaching through the years, don't you stay with the same material forever? And here comes a teacher that has 40 years of experience. I change my classes every semester. I study new material, new books. I go to congresses. I talk to my peers. I talk to very famous people. Uh, speaking about famous people, follow all the famous teachers. Follow all the people that are doing something for the community. Follow people that are significant, that they have something to say, that they leave a mark on you, on your heart. These people are the people that are going to be um, your motto, let's say so, of how to be and train a lot and offer yourself to be trained by someone and engage in voluntary jobs. This makes you grow a lot, as Lucy said in episode five, engage in volunteering processes because both you and the people that are involved are going to gain lots of knowledge about it. And why not? Let people come and watch your class. Peer observation is always cool. Talk to your teacher friends and tell them, come and watch one of my classes. Point out my stronger points, point out my weaknesses. This is always important. So you see, teaching is not a, an alone thing to do. You need your friends, you need your teacher friends, you need your colleagues, you need the school where you work at, you need to plan, you need to follow certain rules, you need to invent new rules, and you need, most of all, to put all the TLC possible that you have your tender love and care in whatever you're going to engage with. And this is my tip. I think that planning is the key. And we 
have come to the end of one more podcast. Our 11th podcast is full of tips for the beginner teacher, for someone who is going to be an entrepreneur and begin its own business. And you can listen to it all over again. And if you have some doubts, you can always send us a message in our Instagram at Passionate Teachers Podcast ELT in Instagram. Bye, guys. Bye, Josie. Bye, Kami. Wow, so great tips, guys. So I hope you appreciate our tips. Um, I hope it can help a lot. And I'll see you next time. And have a great time. And follow us on Instagram. Don't forget, okay? And stay tuned for our uh, next episodes. Bye-bye, guys. Hey, guys. It's a pleasure having you here recording this podcast. I really love being with the girls. I really love helping teachers. I really love talking about these topics. So I'm really happy for being here in this amazing project. I hope you like our podcast today because it is dedicated for teachers who are starting giving classes, who are starting their business, but also for the ones that are more experienced and would like to improve some business skills or some teaching skills. So this podcast is for you, okay? Passionate teachers. I hope you like it a lot. Thanks a bunch and see you on our next episode. Don't miss it.